This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the National Biodiesel Board. Biodiesel supports more than $11 billion in economic activity and 60,000 U.S. jobs. Visit americasadvancedbiofuel.com for more. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. There just might be a farm bill agreement in the works. I'm not sure we're ready for an announcement, but I will tell you that if yesterday I said close, uh, today we are very, very close. That's Senate Ag Committee Chair Pat Roberts speaking to reporters earlier today. Later, he told reporters of a tentative deal pending final scoring from the Congressional Budget Office. Until you get that language on the bill and you know where we are with the scoring, it's premature to say that we have a complete agreement. Roberts says the forestry issue that had dogged the farm bill process has been worked out. A more comprehensive forestry bill uh, is simply not possible given the circumstances that we're facing. And that has been dealt at the leadership level. I think last night they had their uh, last meeting. Uh, so it will be a very minimum bill. Senate Ag Top Democrat Debbie Stabenow says there's been issues over the forestry title before. In 2002, there was not agreement on a forestry title and it actually was done as a separate bill in 2003. So I'm not suggesting that's going to happen. I'm just saying that's happened before. Neither senator opted to get into specifics on any of the bill's language, saying there would be a joint announcement soon. Stabenow and Roberts talked to reporters after a hearing to examine three USDA nominations. For more on that hearing, check out Phil Brasher's story on agripulse.com. Elsewhere in Washington, biofuel groups are anxiously awaiting Friday's anticipated announcement of biofuel blending volumes under the renewable fuel standard. Emily Score with Growth Energy says they anticipate the final volumes will look similar to the June proposal. But there's something else to watch for in EPA's announcement. What we want to see is that they're going to be reallocating any gallons lost to the waivers. And from what we're hearing, that's not going to be the case. And if that's not the case, this rule misses a huge opportunity to account for the billions of gallons of ethanol that we've lost to the exemption. And so really, if you the, the numbers on their face are good, but it's like, okay, what's the, the, what's the reality going to be? And until we've addressed small refinery waivers, we're taking two steps back for every one step forward. According to Reuters, the Trump administration is considering halting issuance of the small refinery waivers as it examines its evaluation process. SCORE says if that's true, growth would welcome the news. We welcome a thorough evaluation of what's going on, and you know our hope would be that once reevaluated, there's going to be a mechanism to make sure that when the targets are set, the targets are met, despite whatever gallons might be um, given away in the waivers. Refiners might not feel the same way, however, since courts have previously ordered the EPA to loosen requirements on granting the waivers. Finally today, the deadline to avoid a government shutdown arrives next week, and the National Cattlemen's Beef Association is sounding the alarm about what that might mean to livestock haulers. NCBA's Allison Rivera says the group wants to avoid a shutdown because that would cause problems for language exempting cattle truckers from electronic logging device requirements. At the end of the day, we know that we have language for another ELD delay in both the House and Senate T-HUD packages, so we... We're confident about getting another delay. We just want to make sure that, you know, one, the government doesn't shut down, and two, that we get that language across the finish line successfully, and we do it before, you know, December 8th. She says NCBA doesn't want to keep asking for delays. They want to try and address the issue with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration. This is not something that we've just started talking to FMCSA about. And honestly, what you're seeing out of FMCSA lately is the desire to make some changes on hours of service, kind of across trucking. 
And so we're just another piece in that puzzle of we came to them with a solution, if you will, for what would what would work for us on hours of service. So we're excited to continue to work with Administrator Martinez to get some flexibility for our haulers. Now, here's a word from today's sponsor, the National Biodiesel Board. Imagine turning soybean oil, used cooking oil, and waste animal fats into fuel so amazing it supports more than $11 billion in economic activity. That's biodiesel. An American-made fuel transporting goods across the country, heating homes, and driving our economy forward. Biodiesel, the American innovation driving more than 60,000 U.S. jobs. Visit americasadvancedbiofuel.com for more information. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.